Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're talking about communication through the process. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Casual Fridays land flipping blueprint. Guys, if you're thinking about getting in this niche, you've got to check this out. We've taken all the knowledge we've gained through the years of consulting and the hundreds of clients and put it into this course. It's in an easy-to-follow video format. It's got all the contracts, scripts, and forms that we use in our daily business, and everyone that joins gets a free one-on-one training with either myself or Justin. So if you're interested in learning more, all you got to do is go to our website at casualfridaysrei.com, click on the training tab, set up a strategy call, and we'll go over everything you need to know to get started. Happy Friday. <laughs> Happy Friday. Yeah. I'm uh, <sighs> trying to communicate here through a couple deals and make sure that we're all on the same page here, but... It's, and how's that going? It's not going so well. Okay. <sighs> One guy's telling me he's out of reception, but he's texting me. And the <laughs> other guy's like, well, why is he texting you if he's out of reception? Good point. So, so it's a quandary. I think he realizes he fucked me, and we're going to have to have a nice little conversation about this. So A nice And I'm not even I'm not even making any money out of the deal. Like, I'm just doing it to help just people. connect them. Just that's a did. Let them talk them. That's what I was trying to do. No, like, at this point. That's what I'm trying to do. Step out. I am. Uh-huh. I am. I am. So Communication's key. Communication is key. Doesn't matter what you're really... Yeah. Friendship, business, marriage. Yeah. Client. Even vacation traveling, too. I noticed that some communication wasn't like, hey, this is what time we're supposed to be here, how many miles are going today, things like that. Would have really made the trip a little bit different. So my anxiety is such that I like to know where we're going and what it looks like time-wise. So I know if I'm on pace, if I'm off pace, and you know, go from there. Yeah. Well, you can't put a lack of better description, like a Matthew McConaughey type, just, uh-huh. just out there just living, right? All right, all right, Yeah, all right. yeah, yeah. You can't put that person in charge of operations time like hey man we'll just get there when we get there man (laughs) no like how long is it supposed to take it's like how many miles is this section you know i don't know i don't know man (laughs) looks like this length (laughs) oh but you know the communication piece is is super important and one of the things that we've seen through project one and with the the pan the pandemic going on and covid is closing times just extending for for no reason. Like it just like, it seems like, okay, Hey guys, it's boilerplate. It's the same thing over and over. Just stamp them out still. But I think there was like a, a dead time where they didn't do anything. Cause everybody was scared to work. And then they got bombarded cause everybody's still buying real estate. And now we're seeing this stuff go on and how to, how do you communicate? What's the communication piece? And should you be reaching out to the people you're buying from every week, letting them know where the process, the title companies and what that looks like the real estate agents and going through the process. Like what's the right amount of communication? Yeah. I've thought about that too, because almost comes to a point where you can get annoying if you're updating someone every week. Hey, still haven't heard anything. Hey, still yeah. haven't heard anything, right? But you don't want to let it go too long either because then you don't want them to forget about you. Mm-hmm. Or let's even take on the on the sell side. Like we have realtors working for us. And, mm-hmm. and if we're trying to close and we're supposed to close that week, we don't hear anything from them, mm-hmm. right? That, my opinion. But the realtor should be reaching out saying, hey, yeah. this is where we're at. Yeah. We shouldn't have to chase them down. They're the ones getting paid. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. I, I should never have to ask, hey, how are we at? Where are we at? Where's the... Where's the link for this? It should be done that. And I was actually surprised. I'm working with a title company in, in Fort Worth on a deal. And the guy sent me, and this is the first time I've seen this, he sent me a sheet that had keystone dates on it. 
that went with the contract. It had it was a list of, hey, five days after the signing contract, I need you to sign the contract by 814. Five days after that, I'll have you the survey. There's 10 days to remediate it. And it's like gives you the dates until you can mark it through. So I have it on my desk and I'm like, okay, we've done this, we've done this. Closing date, the end of feasibility period's here. If you need an extension, it moves to here. And it, I mean, I was like, man, this is this is really awesome. Like mm-hmm. this is this is, should be standard operating. But it's funny that you see it get off really quickly and you're, you're trying to work through that. So. Yeah, and a lot of these, let's say we have on our sell side, we have people who are buying land from us in cash. Mm-hmm. That should be a very simple transaction. Yeah, especially in a state when the abstract's done. Yeah, where the hard work is done. Yeah. You know, and they're still going a month. Six weeks, eight yeah, weeks. Late, and I just don't, I don't get it. That is definitely pandemic related, mm-hmm. but... I guess everyone was just fearful that the real estate was going to shut down. Mm-hmm. It's been done nothing but gone, gone haywire, gone wild. And yeah. I saw a crazy ad the other day, which I guess I'd have to be there to really see if it's true or not. But it said COVID has hit the New York City real estate market harder than 9-11. Really? Now, who wrote that? And I have no idea if it's true. I have no idea. But based on what we're seeing, mm-hmm. I find that to be a massive load of shit because yeah. it's it's gone wild out here. Yeah. I I wonder if it's hit their market because everybody's trying to dump and get out of there. I don't know. I didn't I, read it. I just saw the headline and I thought, okay, we've got some freaking 7-Eleven employee over here writing about real estate. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't surprise me in today's day and age. I mean, I've bought nine in New York in the last couple months. and But I mean, I'm having problems getting one of them closed. One of them that, trying to get closed this week. Finally had to, we finally had to yell at the guy and tell him to kind of pull his head out of his ass because he was asking for stuff that just didn't make any sense. And then he was sending, the funny thing to me is he made a mistake and he copied us in on the email chain to the title company that he uses. And the title company responded back with, well, New York doesn't require a signature. So Texas isn't going to require one. So I don't know why you're even asking for that. He's like, well, I didn't feel comfortable without it having a signature. And it's like your title company's telling you what they want. You're just not listening. Because you you have this God complex of being an attorney, and since you're not comfortable with it as an attorney, then it's not right. Well, no, it's right. You just don't understand what you're supposed to be doing. And so it was a it stressed me out the other day. I had to yell a few times. I don't want to dive super far off topic, but mm-hmm. I don't know if you've talked about that on the show yet that you didn't have to sign anything to sell something up there. I, we talked about it last week. Oh. That was that was on a uh, no to buy something. I didn't sign anything. That was one of those weird things that we ran across. Mm-hmm. Something new when we talked about that last yeah, week. But yeah, that was yeah. odd. Now this one, he this guy wanted like they need a resolution from my LLC stating it's okay to sell it. I needed to a crap ton of other stuff that they wanted, and they were still a little hesitant on making it happen. Mm. <laughs> Whatever, man. Yeah. Let's get it closed. It was supposed to be closed a month ago and y'all can't figure it out because you wanted that word and added to a an exhibit. You wanted to see a certificate from the Secretary of State in Texas when they have a sheet for you and then your own title company told you they wanted the sheet that I provided you. Yeah. So it's just, you know how it goes. Yeah, I do. I, meant, I don't, didn't say this either. I'm in the middle of refinancing my house, which was supposed to be refinanced and closed. Oh, shit, you still haven't closed? Fourth. No. They're final thing that they're asking for now is proof that my businesses, all of them, survived COVID. What? <laughs> and I guess I can see it from their point of view. They want to know that I can still pay. Mm-hmm. But how do you provide that? That's what I guess was a good question. You know, and uh, they wanted to, I guess, to show them my bank statements. I, I don't know. Does you still have revenue coming in? Yeah, I guess so. And they keep asking for a business license. We don't have a license. That's what I try to tell them. And, and I, know, I don't know what qualifies someone to be an underwriter, someone who approves these loans. Mm-hmm. But you should 
I, I would just ask him for things that don't exist. I would just hand him the Secretary of State form that for the LLC, do an entity search on your entities that says it's still active in the state of Texas and tell them to kiss your ass. That's what they're getting. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that doesn't prove you're making money. But it proves that you're still active in the state to do yeah. business. Yeah. That's, that's the way I look at that. I mean, it's just like some people... What they're asking for and what they, they want is just, it's ridiculous. Now, communicate what you're looking like, the intent of it, but you're not. You know, we, we have a deal that we were closing in Alabama, and it's taken till what, two days ago to get the, t- the chain of title, and they couldn't find anything from 1926 to 2007, and you're like going, okay, well, what do we need to do? They go, oh, man, we don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the- wondering, that guy was only getting two days or two hours every other week. I wonder if he missed something because he had so much other crap going on. It just doesn't seem like you could go 80 years without having anything on a chain of title. It is super small town Alabama. You don't know how they do things. I mean, he only got two hours every other week because that's all they were open. Yeah. (laughs) I thought they had to let one person in at a time. Um yeah, maybe it was open like once a week, but okay. or his own, they, he could only get in there. You know, it's so rural that we had to find someone so far away. Yeah. But I'm really happy with the attorney. He's been very good. No, very good. good. Yeah, he's been super good at communicating. Which is what the show is about, good mm-hmm. communication. But yeah, he's really good communicator. He lists everything. He'll email back immediately. I don't necessarily have to reach out to him. Yeah. No, it's super. I'd use him again. Definitely use him again. It's just that, you know, it's when the polar opposite where you're having to drag out, hey, we were supposed to have this listed last week. Where's the... Where's the link or where's that? Ah, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I had yeah. one, I had one agent in South Carolina. I just had to cancel both listings I had with her. She, uh, she got real friendly at the end of her listings after she said, well, what do you want to do? You know, they're about to expire. I said, we haven't done shit. <laughs> just cancel them. I'll just dump the properties elsewhere. And she, she didn't, she's like, oh, I'm glad you reached out. I forgot who I was supposed to talk to about this after like five months. If she can't remember who owns the property, then she's <laughs> not the one, the realtor for you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's some of the, oh, I, don't, I don't know what no, what word to describe them as, some of the um, glorious real estate agents that we mm-hmm. get to deal with. There's somebody that follows us, and I, I can't remember his full name right now, but anyway, he, he has posted yesterday, he's got 18 homes in closing. Wow. As a realtor, right? Yeah. That's it's huge. That's pretty big. It's, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I think we said enough. Yeah. Cool. Point is, guys, communicate and communicate with your buyers, communicate with your sellers. Don't leave anybody hanging or wondering. Go ahead and just make it happen. Yep. Cool. So uh, it's Friday, and we hope you have a solid weekend. And do us a solid by going to Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Give us a like, a follow, and subscribe. And then go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. Love you. See you Monday. See you.